0: These past several weeks, um, I've been honored and privileged to hear stories about the life of Dory Laverty. As a priest in this parish for a while now, some of them were stories that I had already known, reflections about her broad smile, her generous spirit, her love of singing, her deep and abiding faith her willingness to pray for others, her quirky sense of humor, and her ability to laugh at her own foibles. I had never heard about the farting part, though. (laughs) But it does not surprise me. But one of the recurring themes that I have received over and over again is from so many different people that she was the first person or one of the very first people that they met when they came here to All Souls Parish. And that it was her greeting and her interest in them that made them feel at home here. Over and over again, what scores of people had given thanks to God for Dory Laverty is the many ways that she made them feel at home. Now, depending on the version of uh, the Bible that you pick up, you're going to hear a slightly different take on what Jesus is promising his followers today. Depending on the translation, you'll find that Jesus' Father's house has many... Dwelling places, rooms, mansions. In the words of the King James Version, mansions, abodes. Now part of the challenge, the reason why we have so many words that we're familiar with here, is that uh, the Greek here is not often used. In fact, only twice in the whole New Testament, in this most essential passage, The only other time that we hear it is later in this 14th chapter, when Jesus makes a vow. And the vow is that he and the Father will come close to those who love them. That Jesus and the Father will come to them and make their home. So perhaps our sense of uh, physical rooms or buildings no matter how large they might not entirely capture the living abiding sustaining meaning that Jesus is trying to tell us about our fundamental home with God home it's a it's a Tricky concept to define. Is it a place? Yes. And not really. Because there can be many homes that we experience in our lives, and while they may have been found within side of four walls and a roof, no structure can quite contain it. This is something that Dory knew from early on. I think that's also why Gertrude Stein struggled when she returned to the place where her childhood home had been in Oakland. She got there only to find that it had been replaced by an industrial park. For Stein, at that point, there was no there there. The physical structure was gone, as was any sense of home. I think that's what we struggle with in life. We are looking for the there. So again, maybe this sense of home that Jesus is talking about today is more than, different than a physical structure. Familiar or not. Maybe it has more to do with where our heart resides. Where we draw hope. Where we find love. Where, in a world that can be cruel and chaotic, where we can place our trust. Maybe this is what Jesus is talking about when he promises his disciples then and now that he will go ahead and prepare a place for us, a home where we can dwell. Together. Now, sometimes in the Christian tradition, this home that is being prepared for us is very narrowly defined as simply what happens when we die. When our bodies, like Dory's, can no longer sustain life. As a nurse, this was something that she knew well that there comes a time when our bodily dwelling place in this world can no longer continue. And so often we have heard from this text in John's gospel and simply considered it to mean that when we die, we will have a home with God. And I believe this to be true. But it's not all of the truth. Because throughout this gospel, Jesus is also teaching his students that this home with God, this abiding with all that is, Can also be known now. While we still inhabit these finite mortal bodies. And this was a truth that Dory knew well. In the days that followed her death. The people of this parish and far beyond it. Told stories like we'll tell today. Of the sense of home that Dory inhabited. Stories about her welcome, stories about her kindness, stories about how she paid attention. Sometimes the stories were very simple, like the one when a a parishioner complimented Dory on a knitting project that Dory was working on, only to receive that very scarf a few months later. Sometimes they were stories about unexpected presence. Like when a family at All Souls was enduring a horrifically difficult time. And one evening they found Dory at their front door. Bearing a meal and a note about light in the darkness. A light so strong and true and reliable that the darkness cannot will not overcome it. Sometimes there were stories about an abiding faith, like when a brand new parishioner who had just gotten to All Souls left for several months to care for a dying sibling and returned to find that Dory, a person that they had just met, had been praying for them the entire time. That's when this person knew that they had found a home in a place where people like Dory Laverty paid attention. And it is ultimately why we are here today in this space at this table to give witness to a life lived in hope. Hope for the kind of home that Jesus the Christ promises all those who place their trust in Him. The kind of home that in this life we get glimpses of. The kind of home that I believe we all yearn for. A place where we can lay down our burdens, be welcomed, be forgiven, be healed. A place where we can be known, embraced, sustained. And yes, a place where we can, at the end of our days, rest from our toil. And live in the life outside of time and the embrace of a love unbound, home at last.